Welcome to the Dental Business Podcast with your host and owner of multiple businesses, a mentor, investor, and dental surgeon, Brad Thornton. Hi guys, welcome to the Dental Business Podcast. It's Brad Thornton here. So we're going to talk about influencers today. So yeah, I, I mean, we all know what influencers are and it seems to be a topic that's cropping up again. I, I don't know whether there's, especially in the UK, a... I don't know, like a, a surge again of uh, practice owners and people in practice being approached by influencers. I mean, they're effectively fishing for, for some kind of freebie, you know, a collaboration where they'll do a shout out about you to their following <clears throat> and uh, in return, they'll get something for free or some, some dental treatment for free. Now, I'm not against this at all. I know some people are. I think some people... Um, just basically can't can't see the benefit and and just hate the whole concept of of influencers. But I mean, I know practices that are doing unbelievably well by having the business model of basically dealing and, and treating influencers. And I've been approached by them before in the past, and it's something that comes around every now and then. Um, I spoke to people that are doing it heavily. Um, I've got I've got a few tips really. Um, but there's, there's one tip that I never hear anyone say, which I'll I'll get to at the end. Um, now, always we've always got to remember as well. You know, we're talking about influencers. Uh, you know, whatever their niche is, whoever they are, you know, it's somebody who isn't associated necessarily with your practice. Um, so the, the first thing really is always try and. You know, become the influencer yourself. I know it's quite difficult for some of us to to, to put ourselves out there to the extent that is needed to to gather and gain a, a a really big social media following. I mean, I I talk about it and I struggle. Like I, I you know, I'm a I'm a Facebook native. I never set up Instagram from from a personal point of view. I know exactly what you should do. I know exactly the tactics and strategies and all of this, but the implementation for me just falls off because I don't go on there regularly. I'm not somebody that fishes around social media and, and scrolls my newsfeed. I just don't do it. And for, in order for me to post regular content and kind of do that, I sort of need to be need to be on there more often. Um, now, this is where I should be probably advising myself to try and delegate this to somebody within my team, but... You know what? It's a work in progress. Um, so first step always, try to be the influencer yourself. Try to build the profile of the practice. Try to build your own personal profile. You know, a personal brand nowadays goes further than a corporate brand. People buy into people. They don't like business, corporations. You know, they, they prefer individuals, a face to the name. So just try and work on that in the background. Whatever you do now, try and do a little bit more of it, a little bit more regular posting. So you you become more influential to your following. But in terms of this whole idea of, of influencers, now if you've got an influencer that is approaching you for a freebie and is wanting to you know, give a shout out to their following, to the people that like them, in exchange for you to give them something for free or reduction in fees or you, know, you guys are gonna work together, then Got to remember, this is a business transaction. So when somebody approaches you, they should be coming to you with their analytics. You should be able to tell whether or not 
their following is the right sort of demographic for you. Are they within your sort of local area? You know, where do they all live? How many? You know, the number doesn't count. Some people just get a little bit um, taken by that initial number, how many people follow them and like them. But it's only relevant if they're going to be prospective patients of yours. So you want to be looking at the types of following they've got, where they live or where they're from, um, and also then having a look at the profile, see what their engagement's like, see how many people like their posts, the kind of comments that, that are written. You know, be mindful if things seem very generic and, and you know, on most of the posts, the same kind of words and same sort of comments are there because, you know, that's an indication really that maybe it's not a very engaged audience or it's not even a real person audience. Um, you know, you've got, to be, you've got to watch out for these people that buy their following, buy their audience. Um, so you want a nicely engaged interactive following of people who are within your demographic for whatever it is you're wanting to sell to push what kind of treatments uh, are suitable now say instagram we're going to be looking at sort of whitening bonding tooth straightening alignment invisalign all that kind of cosmetic cosmetically focused uh, treatments you know facial aesthetics maybe stuff like that um so what ages and genders and certain demographics are the kind of patients that you'd expect to be seeing taking those treatments up? And that's the kind of audience you want to be targeting. <clears throat> so you want to make sure that if someone's going to approach you, it is business. Um, you work out and see, and they should be presenting to you the, the information that you need to be able to tell whether their audience is right for you. And, and remember as well, you know, what we can give them is something extremely skilled and extremely special. And I think sometimes influencers and even us guys as dentists, we maybe expect to give too much and maybe they expect to take too much. Um, because if you're giving away hundreds, if not thousands of pounds worth of treatment, like a full Invisalign case, for example, um, you know, if you factor in the profit of that of, of a new case and the number of cases they'd need to send you to make that money back, it's actually quite a lot. So you know, one, one way that I know some people do it is where there's almost like um, almost like an incentive. You know, their referrals garner a, a certain discount depending on the number of people that come to see you off the back of their promotion. Stuff like that where, um, you know, the actual influence is paying, but there's some sort of incentive for them to, to benefit. If they can do their job, they will benefit. If they don't, then you get paid. So it could be that, you know, you maybe the, the follow the treatment journey, we, we sort of get an idea of, of their audience's re response rate because, you know, if they're doing posts at the beginning saying that they're coming to your clinic and they're having this treatment done, they can't wait to... To, to you know go ahead and, and whatever <clears throat> then you'd hopefully expect some people to respond to that and you might start to notice that some of their audience are, are, are reaching out to you off the back of that and then through the journey and that that way you can kind of measure it as it goes and you know you can be in open dialogue and communication with the, the person to sort of make sure that the results that you're expecting are coming in and if they're not then you know this uh 
you know, this, this discount, this benefit that they get needs to apply to the results that they're going to get. And if they're not getting the results, then they don't get the discount. They don't get the benefit. Also protects you as well. Um, now, that's them coming to you. Now, should you approach influencers yourself? Who should you approach? What should you do? Now, I think this is quite a difficult one because I think the best form of influencer in, in court marks, I mean, an influencer is just somebody who is influencing people. And your testimonials from existing patients, your you know existing patient base uh, should hopefully be influencing people they know about you because hopefully they're giving you know glowing testimonials and and telling friends and family about how wonderful you are and showing everybody how fantastic the smile is so by default you you, you should have a little tribe of people that are, that are speaking very highly of you now if you want to see what their followings like if you want to check them on social media and maybe they they are um a, a bit of a local influencer because remember as well, you know, fair enough, some practices might um, boast about the fact that they've got patients that travel to see them from all over the country. You know what? You don't need that. If you've got a local influencer, somebody who's got a few hundred or a couple of thousand or a few thousand, you know, local friends who they know well, who follow them, and they can appeal to that audience of, of local people, that might have a far more positive impact on your business than somebody who's got 50,000, 100,000 that, that's scattered all over the country. Um, so, you know, do your existing patients have a following? You know, what's their presence like on social media? Could somebody who has already bought into you as, as the clinician and has already bought into the treatment be offered um, some sort of incentive to promote you to their audience? Now, the incentive doesn't have to be to them. It could be to their friends. Their friends and family could get a discount because that's quite a good incentive. If you know somebody references them, then the, the new patient gets a discount because you know, that could be incentive enough for somebody to actually promote you to their friends and family. Maybe they get free tooth whitening at the end or they get free whitening top-ups or they get some free hygiene every six months. Uh, and just, they just have to do periodic posts and remind their audience about how fantastic you are as a, as a clinician. So that's approaching your existing patients, which I do think is probably the, the first place to go and the best thing to do. Um, you could ask and speak to your, you know, the patients that are coming in, you know, find out about your local, um, if there's any influences that people are following. Maybe staff members might be aware. So you've got an idea possibly of somebody who you could potentially want to approach uh, you know, if you're going to approach somebody, you need to make sure that it's the right person, the, the, they speak in your language, they've got the right demographic. You know, are you going to push up to the hundreds of thousands of, of followers or are you going to keep it low and local? I'd suggest keeping it low and local. And then maybe reach out. And I personally wouldn't do this, but I know some people do to great effect. Um, now, the one thing that people don't talk about, I don't think very often, is actually if you can identify somebody who could potentially be a good local influencer, rather than reaching out to them and asking them to do a collaboration where they promote you to their audience and you give them something for free, which is the, the typical kind of arrangement, follow them and then through your professional voice as the dentist in the practice, start to comment 
on some of their photos. Speak a bit dentally. Maybe there's a photo where, um, you know, where they're smiling and you comment on their smile and their teeth. And actually, if you comment on their photos and sort of engage with them that way, I mean, one, that's going to make them aware of you and you never know. You might get somebody coming to approach you because it's far better that an influencer approaches you than you approach them. The dynamic's far better. But also, you are effectively engaging with their audience because if their audience is engaged and comments on their photos and reads the comments on their photos, then they're going to read your comment and they're going to see your profile and you might start to just pick up followers that way. So I think that's quite a good thing to do if you want to spend a bit more time on, on social media and work that strategy to just look at influencers, people that have got your demographic for, for patients as their audience, people that you might have heard of, people who your patients might mention, people who staff might mention, and also as well, whenever you get, just, just to go back to what we mentioned about patients doing posts, if you follow that patient, now you don't have to do this forever, but actually if you follow that patient on social media, say Instagram, and you're, um, you know, you've spoke to them and they're going to do some posts about you and your practice, if you follow them, you can comment on those posts. You're going to get far more uptake and far more followers and engagement if you're part of the conversation as well. It's not just a tag. It's not just a link within their picture or their, their post. You're in the comments and you can engage with their audience as well. So that was the main tip. You know, Engage with the audience yourself first rather than approaching influencers. If people are posting for you, then engage, follow and engage because it brings life to you, to your practice and gives people that interaction that exposure that that little bit of something they might need to then reach out to you about treatment for themselves so that's my take on influencers hope that's been helpful i will see you next time <laughs>